Hello, Underneath the Hat Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining me on Underneath the Hat Podcast every Saturday on my Underneath the Hat YouTube page. I am speaker, author, and podcaster, Cherie Simmons, and I'm so happy that you have joined me for the final episode of 2021. When this airs, it will officially be January 1st, 2022. So happy new year. I'm so excited. Um, I wanted to make sure that I continue to stay consistent and do these every week, even in the midst of all these holidays. And so our theme this season has been blessings and lessons. And dealing with self-reflections and corrections. So I'm going to dive right in. Our theme for this week is going to be my new year goal. I did not say resolution because whenever we hear the word resolution, we think of something that only lasts one or two months. A lot of us set resolutions and don't stick to them. And so I've decided to focus on goals. What are my new year goals? I'm the type of person where I will make a vision board and I will visit it every three months. When I create my vision board, I create it in quarters. I'm trying to see. Hold on. I got my vision board from last time. So this is my vision board or my goal board because I make a vision board too. So I make my vision board in quarters. So I do the first quarter, which is the first three months. And then I go all the way to second, third, fourth. And I make post-its and I put things on there that I want to accomplish within that quarter. I like to set SMART goals, which is something that I learned being an educator. What a SMART goal is, is S-M-A-R-T. So SMART goals are... Specific, S is for specific, M is for measurable, A is for attainable, R is for realistic, and T is for time frame. So I try to come up with realistic, measurable, sustainable goals that I can focus on Um within the year. And so each of my post-its is something that I wanted to achieve. And so every three months, I'll go back and put a check through or cross out what it is that I've accomplished in order to make sure that I'm staying on task. I believe sometimes we put so much on ourselves to do something in a small amount of time, and then we don't do it, and then it discourages us. But if you make bite-sized goals, something that can be attainable and sustainable and specific and you can reach within a realistic amount of time, then you'll be able to see more progress. So SMART goals, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, time frame. So I'm focusing on New Year's goals. So before I let you know what my New Year's goals are, let me first do a 2021 year in review. This year has really been something. <laughs> I didn't realize how much I have gone through, 
how many blessings and lessons I have learned over this year um, until I wrote it down, which is another reason why you should write down your goals and do your vision board. And so this year, even though we started in January, my year didn't really kick off until February. And that's when I found out that I had to finally have a hysterectomy, which is a life-changing decision at 38 years old to find out that you have to you have to make a decision that's going to ultimately change your life, especially remove one of the goals that you've had for yourself, which was for me to be a mom. And so that's in February when the doctor told me there's really nothing else we can do for these fibroids. You're just going to have to have a hysterectomy. And for those that don't know, if you check out my YouTube page, you'll see all the videos of me going through the IVF cycles and having the surgeries. In total, I've had five surgeries, four myomectomies, which is to remove fibroids, and then the fifth one I had in April to actually have the hysterectomy. So I've been cut five times. And I've been under anesthesia eight times. If you include the three times I went under for the egg retrieval during the IVF process, and they weren't successful. So you're looking at a miracle sitting in front of you right now. We have heard stories of celebrities and people we know personally that have undergone surgeries and didn't make it or undergone or went under anesthesia and didn't come out. And I've had massive surgeries where they've, just the hysterectomy alone and the one before that. They went in expecting to be done in three hours and the surgery lasted five and six hours. And I was able to come out of it with no complications. So when I say blessings and lessons, that's exactly what I mean. This year was full of them. And so February, I found out that I had to have a hysterectomy, which could have and has broken a lot of women, especially when that was your main goal. And then in March, God started revealing things to me about certain people when I went on a trip to Phoenix to basically woo-side, get myself together. I like to travel so I can hear him better, remove all the distractions. And that trip to Phoenix showed me a lot about the people that I was around and that I needed to step away from some people in order to get closer to him and hear what it was he wanted me to, to know. April, April 7th, I had the hysterectomy. And I can honestly say, looking back from now to then, and then eight months since it's happened, I've only had a few breakdowns, emotional breakdowns. And by a few, I mean maybe three. And that's because of the support system that I've had around me the fact that I opened my mouth and told my story and learned that there were people around me that I didn't even know had gone through hysterectomies before. And I have learned just in the last couple of years that me being so meek and mild and quiet and keeping things to myself and suffering in silence, when I started to open up my mouth, I realized that there were people around me. There were blessings and lessons around me. There were testimonies around me that helped me to get to my breakthrough sooner because I realized I wasn't by myself. And so in May, I went to Miami um, to clear my head. And another 
revelation happened to where I realized who people really were in the form of a text message. And it helped me to understand that you just have to accept people for where they are and get rid of this fairy tale idea of what you expect people to be. And like Maya Angelou said, when they show you who they are, believe them. And so May was another revelation of, yeah, it hurt <laughs> the way I found out, but I then knew how to deal with this person and where to put them. So that was another lesson, another blessing that came through a very hard lesson, but I now know how to deal with them accordingly. I also went to Cancun for the first time in May and lost a friend. Somebody that I always knew it probably wouldn't last long anyway. And I knew going into this trip that this was going to be a shedding situation. I knew God was preparing me to for this relationship to end. And so, again, I had to go through a lesson, which ended up being a blessing because he was removing shed, he was removing and shedding things and people away from me. Um, August came. No, May. Again, May was a, a hot month. <laughs> Not only did I go to Miami and end up finding out where I stood with a person in one relationship, I ended up losing another relationship in May. And then I lost my marriage. The divorce was finalized at the end of May. So May was my month of lessons, definitely. And I came out stronger because of them. June and August, I went through the whole thing of telling God I'm ready to come out of the classroom. I'm ready to go into administration. I'm ready to start the last leg of my professional career as an administrator. I had tried it eight, seven, eight years ago. And emotionally, mentally, I was not ready. But I, it was God's way of showing me, I heard what you said. I gave you what you wanted. But now you see you're not ready yet. So I'm going to put you back to where you needed to be so you can grow more. And in those seven, eight years, I have grown into the person I am today who can handle some of the things now as an administrator that would have broken me if he had kept me there when I wanted it. That's why it's very important that you listen and trust him. Because he heard me. He gave me what I wanted. But I wasn't ready for it. And so he allowed for me to have it for two years. But in the midst of those two years, I was going through a separation and a divorce. And I was doing it by myself because I wasn't sharing it with anybody. So I was struggling in silence. And I was a walking time bomb. Like anything would have made me go off. That was when I was suicidal. And, and it was a lot going on. And he's like, okay, now I heard you. Now you know I hear you. I'm going to put you back to in the classroom so that you continue to grow. And then when I pull you back out again, you'll be more prepared. And I can say in these couple of months that I've been working as an assistant principal back in the same position I was in before seven, eight years ago, I'm more prepared now. And so I see what you be doing, Lloyd. So June through August, I went home being promoted on my job from interviews, thinking nobody would hire me, uh, getting down on myself because only I applied to 25 schools, but only heard from one and went through the interview of one. And that one called me back, and that's where I'm working. And the way <laughs> the way my principal called me had me scared because I was like, oh, my God, she's not going to hire me. 
and come to find out she just needed clarity and i'm glad that i'm a woman of integrity where i did not lie uh and i did not let fear kick in and then allow for my lips to say something that my heart didn't mean because i think it would have cost me my job but because i am a woman of integrity and i was authentic and transparent with her i'm now the ap of Parkside. and then november and december these last two months have been more shedding of people relationships mindsets um i had my last therapy session a couple of days ago and then that very same day i also had a tarot card reading um from my younger sister's sister and if you look on my youtube page you'll know what i mean when i say my younger sister's sister and it was the best reading i had ever had because it showed me a lot she said it was a very good reading and even when she was shuffling the cars the cars didn't even want to stay in the deck like cars kept popping out and they were all they were all cars that showed me and confirmed for me what I had been praying for God about and that all I had to do was be still. Listen and trust. That's going to be my new thing. This year, my thing for myself, my goal was to pivot. Next year is going to be listen and trust because those words keep popping up these last couple of days. So that's going to be my goal for next year is to listen and trust, listen and trust. And that's exactly what I'm ready to do. I'm excited for where God has taken me. I'm excited for what he has brought me through. I'm excited for the people who have been put in my life. I'm excited for the things he has shown me. And I'm just so happy that I get another day, another chance to be better than I was the day before. And so my goal for 2022 is to listen and trust. Listen to him more. Continue to build my relationship with him because that was something that the tarot cards told me that that the one is coming. Okay, the one is coming, and I'm excited because I know that going through therapy, I have learned that my relationships with men, i.e., my husband, ex-husbands, I call them thing one and two, stem from my relationship with my father. And my relationship with my father during those times also stemmed from my relationship with God. So not only my, my biological father, but my spiritual father. And my relationship with God is more stronger than it has ever been. So whomever comes next is going to be the one. Because my relationship with God is my number one. Which was not always the case with thing one and two. So I am excited for what's coming again i encourage all of you to be your best in 2022 be your best in 2022 do better every day that god gives you be better in that day than you were before that's all you can do try to be better in that day than you were before don't try to do better than somebody else don't try to be like somebody else be better than you were be better than you were the day before. Take every day that he gives you as an opportunity to be better than you were the day before. That's all you can do. Instead of trying to keep up with the Joneses, keep up with you. 
try to keep up with you. And I'm going to do that in 2022 by listening and trusting. Listening and trusting. I want to thank you all for supporting me and being there for me. Uh, check out my books wherever Amazon, well, wherever books are so And on Amazon. If you want to know more about me, you can read up on me. Just type my name in, Cherie Simmons, and most books will pop up. You can also check out my YouTube page underneath the hat. Like and subscribe it. Check out all the past videos. Um, check me out on all podcast platforms, Anchor, Overcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, Breaker, and Pocket Cast. Make sure you share this video um, so it can help somebody else. Sometimes one thing that we say to someone can be the one thing they need to catapult them in the right direction. Um, I'm just excited. Again, Happy New Year. It's a new year to do something different. But above all, it's a new year to take care of yourself underneath the hat. Thank you so much. I will see you next year. I'm excited for what God is about to do, and I'm excited for a new year. See you soon.